Greetings and happy Halloween, Flesh Wound Freaks. I am Flesh Wound Dan, and welcome to Slashtober, the final chapter. Uh, I'm joined tonight by producer Todd. Part four, good evening. Pugs Dread. <laughs> Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to prime time, bitch. So, before we get into it, uh, Kruger, let them know how Slashtober, part four... The final chapter works. So what we do for our Slashtober special is rate and review a slasher film, and then at the end of the episode, we'll add that movie to a list compiled from our previous episodes, and then we will vote to eliminate one of those films off the list, leaving us with our top three slasher films, a.k.a. our three final girls. And those three final girls will go up against a new slasher every episode until we reach day 13. And when we get to that point, we will pick one of those surviving three final girls as our Slashtober tournament champion. So, Todd, now that that's out of the way, why don't you tell us our previous eliminations and what's on the menu tonight? Thanks, Kruger. For our previous eliminations, we have final exam, curtains. Terror at Ten Killer, Open House, Killing Spree, Crazy Lake, Scream, 1981, The Prey, and Lover's Lane. Our three final girls being Pickaxe, a Kruger favorite, Death on Demand, another Kruger favorite, and Graduation Day. Joining the, the tournament tonight is what I hope will make Kruger happy, and that is lucky number 13, Body Count. B.C. B.C. <laughs> Some of you might be scratching your heads, but it makes us laugh. <laughs> Look up Michael Kruger versus B.C. Killer on YouTube, and there you you'll, go. There you'll you know go. what there we're fucking go. talking about. There you go. Yes, do some then, then shouldn't oh, so, so Dan's cheered B.C. right to your face. <laughs> Do you expect BC. anything less from this asshole? I wasn't cheering him against Kruger. I was gonna hurt his BC in general. <laughs> I like Schlack. I'm not cheering for him against Kruger, though. Come on. Come on, guys. Bullshit. I call bullshit on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, anyways. Uh so adjoining the illustrious field. Come in hot, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> as Todd was saying, Body Count, 1986 or 1987, depending on what year you're going by, directed by Rogerio Dodato. And in this film, a campsite is shut down due to gruesome murders and no suspect was ever caught in the span of 15 years. In spite of warning by the local sheriff, the owner of a huge campsite property install in injurious booby traps in the hope of catching the killer a group of youngsters visit the campsite and one by one they are killed off in gruesome ways so pretty standard stuff here with body count uh so i hadn't watched this in a very long time this movie kind of notoriously had rather poor distribution and uh, it hasn't really been restored for a proper release so it's kind of just just been one of those movies still waiting on it we got raiders of atlantis from uh didato finally and that one we waited a long time for so fingers crossed so obviously this is an 80s slasher film one thing that is pretty standout about it of course being an italian film uh we get a lot of horror icons from italy we get ivan rasimov of course 
uh, Mimsy Farmer, who's in some really good Jallos. David Hess, who, of course, worked with That's the right. Dotto on House on the Edge of the Park. And uh, John Steiner. And, uh, of course, great character actor Charles Napier as Sheriff Charlie. So, a uh, really cool cast. Um, so, this one has... It's definitely a C-grade slasher. Uh, it, No doubt about that. Having said that, it's also very entertaining. Uh, I think even being in that lower tier, this one is paced a lot better. It has that Dodato energy. Just the pace is always up. It's never uh, boring. Uh, the it's alternate... Little, the al- little, I'm sorry, I was going to say. Oh, it's a little off, so it really feels Italian. I mean, it feels different it, than an average slasher. Yeah, for sure. The alternate title to this should have been Killed in the Shitter because we just keep going back to that <laughs> bathroom like nonstop. Killed in the Shitter. They know Americans love the shitter, so like, yeah, kill the shitter. <laughs> There's also some, uh, like, Italian weirdness here. We get that screaming head in the jar that, like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. It looks cool. Uh, I'll just roll with it. Uh, we get the worst fucking Southern accent dubbing ever. This is like <laughs> Blanche from Golden Girls had a stroke. I don't know what was going on uh, with that. The killer, sim- uh, the shaman. I should say pretty cool look creepy enough. Uh, all of the characters in this are, I should say all of the victims in this, the kids are all forgettable. Uh, if you watch this movie, you probably won't be able to remember a single one of them a few days later. Uh, they're all very disposable, but they're surrounded by really surrounded by really good character actors with uh, David Hess as sort of the crotchety, uh, husband of Mimsy Farmer isn't too happy about having these kids running around the camp. Uh, it's got a creepy mood, and it it, it just it's it's definitely ha- it definitely has its issues. It's lower tier, but I still think it's at the upper echelon of those lower tier late '80s slasher movies, where certainly the quality overall dipped. Um, as far as the gore goes, uh. Some of it is actually pretty solid. I don't know if there's like that one kill that's going to truly stand out for the Gorehounds, but it is there. Um, and there's some suspenseful moments, stalk and slash with the uh, killer that I thought solid. Uh, if we cared about the characters more, maybe it would be more a little more effective and this would, you know, raise up a few notches. But uh, there's something about this one. There, I don't know. Uh, it it's entertaining, but I also recognize that it's complete crap. Uh, plenty of nudity too, which always helps. That actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the movie's called Body Count, so yeah. I mean, it's got a yeah. it's got good booby count too, Dad. <laughs> Am I right? Title. High five. Well, put your right hand down, dude. Uh, um. Well, speaking of Gorehounds Kruger, what did you think? Well, I've been looking forward to checking this out since i watched the dado holocaust um so was really excited going in and to be honest with you i had a great time with this movie i don't necessarily think it's crap i mean there's some twists and turns in the story that i thought were really fucking well done uh especially like a couple of the twists towards the end and then the very ending i fucking love that shit um 
I do get what you mean, though, by, like, all the characters being disposable and, you know, me not yeah. really giving a shit about them. But well, to the 80s same, slasher, you know. At yeah. the, but at the same time, like, there's a ton of <laughs> movies I do not give a fuck about any of, the, any of the actual characters. I'm just there to see them get killed by Jason. Um, but, man, David Hess really killed it in this fucking movie. I, I mean, he just, I, anytime he was on screen... It was very believable, convincing, and there's a part where he kind of, kind of turns, and I just, it got me all giddy, fucking thinking about Krug. <laughs> so, um, this also had a very high body count. I was actually shocked with how many kills we got throughout this thing. I think at, by the end, it's like sixteen or fifteen different people. Um and all, you know, not there there really wasn't any throwaway kills, I don't think. Every you saw mostly everything on screen. It was all different stuff. I do agree with what you what you're saying though, Dan. Like they're not the most creative kills, but there is that like certain type of visceral Italian brutality to them that like I don't know makes me like them. And uh but as far as like being creative or stuff that's like original for this movie. You don't really get any kills in that department. Uh, But the killer, see, I I think the killer was probably my biggest issue with the movie. I did not like the look of the shaman at all. One of the look, one of the, like, so there's like two different looks kind of throughout the movie. And one of them I think looks like really bad. And then one of them looks just okay. There may be a reason for that, but at the same time, like I kind of wish he would have looked a little bit cooler. Uh, because if he would have, I would have been able to like elevate this one on a higher level than, or, or it would have been elevated on a higher level for me. Uh, but man, I, I mean, I had a great time. Wasn't necessarily didn't necessarily live up to my mm-hmm. expectations of a Dodato Friday Thirteenth ripoff, but. Still had a good time with it. Still would rewatch it. And I could see myself actually liking this as time goes on more and more. What if Hess were playing just full-on Krug? Like he makes and the we shaman. Got like piss. Krug versus sh- shaman. I, piss I, your I, pants, That would have been five fucking stars, brother. <laughs> Giovanni Lombardo Radice just comes out of the woods. They just got him <laughs> yes. pissing his pants. That They could have tied that into a revenge thing. The shaman. Like, just years earlier, he and his buddy Giovanni just brutalized him, and now he's back for <laughs> back for revenge. Like, oh, before, before I forget, though, the thing I think I liked probably the most about this whole fucking movie is I thought the soundtrack was awesome. It's so oh, yeah. cheesy, but, like, it works. And the opening credits theme, every time there was a kill sequence about to happen or every time there was, like, uh, a chase scene, they would play the play the theme and it kind of you know it kind of had its own like little halloween twist to it with you know the piano thing going for michael this had some weird you know kind of psychedelic italian soundtrack are you a fan of twisted nightmare that's another like lower level slash that it. i that i like a lot yeah, you might want i think i've seen that one yeah. I'm in the like on that one. I need to revisit it. Okay. I don't know why. Well, too bad it's the final chapter, but you never know. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I've always liked this one, and it's one that I, I think once it gets that remaster, it'll it'll get some more people. I mean, David S. alone 
is going to get horror fans a look. As as much as I, I love Charles Napier, he's not getting any horror eyes on him, but David has well. Um, he, was, he was looking for Rambo out there, too. <laughs> he's also, see, he was also in the big, uh, in the Russ Meyer film, so that's where I go. Oh, Fred Olin Ray, regular Star yeah, Trek too. Deep Space Nine. He was one of the World War II. God damn it, Daniel. When the Ferengi go back. To All right, I'm just going to mute him because I don't want to goes back to World okay, War II. there we go. <laughs> oh, it's World War II related. That's why he loves it. Well, now I want to hear it. <laughs> the Ferengis go back to World War II. Okay, like I really it. don't want to hear it, Dan. <laughs> what are you just fucking saying, <laughs> you son of a bitch? I was joking. I, my favorite David Hess moment is when he's just chilling in the kitchen in his chair with his feet up, watching football on his little TV <laughs> while the wife's like cooking for him in the background. I was oh. like, this is this is exactly what the Italians think is going on in the American household. I thought what you I were going to is... say when Franklin came in, just free balling in his house. And he... That is my favorite part. I fucking love that part. <laughs> he doesn't even look up. He, he just, I think he just looks at Mimsy Farmers like, I hate these kids. Dude, I, I wonder if Red Foreman got that from here because that, that vibe was just Red Foreman's favorite. Well, now I, I want a world where he, he, he I want got to be... <laughs> Fucking guys night out and <laughs> just murder everybody. Um, but yeah, no, I, I David has, of course, I'm I, I'm gonna have fun with it either way, but I do think it, it's it, it's it's fun, it's got some, it, it is. I get where Dan's coming from. Well, I don't think it's a bad movie for the slasher. Oh, don't don't get me wrong, my criticisms, I mean, they're criticisms, but the movie's really entertaining. I like you did it. say that, I'm not saying yeah. you said it, but I'm saying. See, I kind of get where Kruger. I'm kind of in in between you guys. I, it's not per. It, it's I don't know. It's the Italianness of it. I think maybe gives me a, makes me give it. A yeah, pass. yeah. But um, entertaining in spite of itself. Exactly. Um. So. Yeah. Um, Pugs. So, like I like I said, I love that part where Homeboy runs in butt ass naked. I, I just laugh my goddamn ass off. <laughs> But th- honestly, this movie is more fun than good because I'm a little more in the Dan camp. Like, it's not traditionally a good movie, but is it fun as fuck? Goddamn right. Will I watch it anytime somebody wants to watch it? Fuck yeah, it's David Heston's fucking Rude Girl Diodato. That's a good recipe for a good fucking time. And that's what I had watching this film. The Shaman, though. I'm with Kruger on this. There's one part that's cool and one part that's not. And. I know what they were trying to do. I don't think that was successful, but yeah, uh, it's still entertaining as hell. So, were were any of you put off by the fact that David Hess was getting cucked by Charles Napier? Because no, <laughs> I didn't want, he wasn't really Napier. getting cucked. He he was getting cheated on. He didn't, well, I guess yeah. he didn't know. Huh? He knew, so isn't he getting cucked? I mean, I'm not saying like Charles. He Napier didn't give a fuck. So I don't yeah, I, I, I'm not I, saying like, like an Al Bundy. This fucking bitch. Yeah. He's, not, he's not like teabagging her in the corner while he watches, but it's still getting cucked. It's not really cucked though, because he beats the shit yeah, out of every time. Everyone gets cheated on doesn't make it a cuck. That's not the way the world. But works. he knows about it though. Had he not beat her? Then I would I would accept your cuck argument. The fact that he was mad and he kept hitting her. <laughs> hey, bitch had it coming. Hey, there we go. Sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, Don't you? So yeah. 
<laughs> don't you? Don't get beat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, that that's a shirt. <laughs> it'll be bleeped right now, but it'll be a shirt you can find. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with this one, and I'm I'm glad for the most part you guys liked it because that's going to make the boat really interesting. Um, uh, yeah, shall we rate it then? Should probably rate it then vote. All right. Uh, who? Uh, oh, it's me. Me, right? Yeah, go ahead and read it. Yes. I'm an enthusiastic three stars. There's stuff to pick at, but the movie is a, a lot of fun if you like stupid slashers. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my shit. Three and a half out of five. <laughs> uh, I'm with Kruger. Three and a half out of five. Count me in on this one. I'm also three and a half out of five. All right. So now it's time for the. The decision. So up for elimination, we have Pickaxe, Death on Demand, Graduation Day, and Body Count. All right. Um, I'm going to go first this time, so so it's not on me. I am picking Death on Demand. Oh, okay. I shall go. Graduation Day. Kruger. Do you even need to ask? Okay, well, then you just leave it up to Dan. You know that, right? Fucking okay. pickaxe, motherfucker. Okay. Dan, the power's yours. God. Well, you know... All right, where, where are we at? It was... We have pickaxe, death on demand, graduation day, and body count. Never... So, so I'm basically picking what goes. Well, unless you... What's the one that isn't doesn't have a body count? <laughs> like yeah, big yeah. body count. Um, no, please. I don't want another four-way. <laughs> This is tough because you know I'm not getting rid of Death on Demand. Uh, love that film too much. Um, See if Dan makes me mad. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Making me mad is going to make me so happy. <laughs> traditionally, I'm not a big fan of Graduation Day, but I actually like that one more than I remembered uh, when when I watched it again. I mean, that one was... Better than solid, actually. So, huh, this is a tough one. Well, if I I can make it easier and change my vote. No, I'm gonna vote. Yeah, I'm gonna vote. Last time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's let it let's let it play out first. Yeah, you gotta let me play it out. Um, you know what? I got fucking pick body count. Hold I on, Kruger. <laughs> no, that would I'm be just, a tie. Uh, no, I, I'm gonna say goodbye to graduation day. Thank you, Jesus. I thought it was pickaxe. <laughs> it was that of those two, I guarantee it. I mean, I just have a lot of fun with Death on Demand. I love pickaxe. I it, it's I a like certain kind of slasher, but I have fun with it. I'm it's fun because you have fun with your cock watching it, you fuck. Of course. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I did not fap to the shaman once. We we made so. it through. So we're going to move on. And what did I say? It was so bad, you cocksucker. Don't you fucking censor me. Damn. <laughs> I got rid of graduation That was going to be all beep the whole time Kruger's talking. I didn't go body <laughs> count. <laughs> so right. I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> Shockingly. I was before. Now give it two fucking, like, in 30 all seconds, right. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> the anger. I, I have no idea who's going to fucking win this tournament. 
I, no I don't idea. either. It's up in the air. And we still so. got a, a vote coming up, too. So that we so. do. Okay. Well, on that note, we we should wrap up and then all right, the guys. Episode. Stay tuned tomorrow for the next episode of Slash Tober, the final chapter. Hail motherfucking year. Long live the shaman. That was a BC reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'll see you on Disneyland. <laughs>